hey, 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 Wait, hey. Did we just do this? Hey, we just did it. We just did it. It's a, it's yeah. a week of podcast, my guy. It's a week. It's of a podcast. full-time job at this point. It's, 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 it's becoming that. We did bagels and coffee on Monday. Yep. Right? I was represented for the Keep It Real podcast. Yep. We did a freaking Oprah Winfrey. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Yesterday. Yesterday today, was crazy. We got uh, America Detail Garage. Um, but let's talk about some upcoming things, JB. I got some things on my mind I want to share. Real let's quick. talk. All right. First of all, uh, I want to thank everyone who's here. Even if we don't hit 140, even if that was a once in a lifetime, <laughs> my Lord. dude, I, I couldn't. I, thank hey, you. Thank you for everyone who showed up yesterday. Thank you for everyone who's showing up today. It's going to be a dope podcast. Uh, I want to talk about a few things that are happening. So we're still giving away a Rupes cordless polisher. I want to be very clear on how you enter because I think yesterday I was so hype beast that people were You were buying. making the rules on the fly. Hey, I had to, bro. It was so much different, right? Because I was like, oh, 50, 60, here, here. All right, so let's talk about a 3,000 uh, giveaway. I'm coming out with a short video Saturday after our morning podcast. Hear me out. We have a morning podcast with Labo Cosmetica. Huge announcement, giveaways. It's going to be 9 a.m. Mountain Time. JB, we're on that. Keep it real podcast. You don't want to miss that one. It's going to be a massive good time. Hear me out. After that video, I'm going to drop. My video is going to drop. I'm going to make a short. You're going to put a hashtag. We did it. So get entered. And then I'll announce the winner that week. Hashtag we did it to get entered in the video coming out on Saturday. Okay. That's how you enter for a polisher. You don't have to buy anything. Trust me, it's it's yesterday was let's help these brands grow because they're giving away a $900 Merca, dude, right? So um, hear me out on that. Second thing, I want to thank next. Oh, you could do it. Who's our sponsor for this one video? We have a, a, a sponsor for today's giveaway, um, and it's Next Level Car Care. Yep. So let's talk about Next Level Car Care. Jim what are we is- giving away? I'm gonna show. I'm gonna share my screen, bro. That's how we let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do. We're it. gonna give away tire protection gel. We're okay. giving away the auto soap. So shout out to Jim. And then look, I want to talk about this towel here. Um, it's not like the towel that Tim sent me from the rag company. This is actually their towel. They made it. It's 1200 GSM. Uh, it's gonna be a fire towel. Uh, so we're giving away these products soon. So stay tuned. First person to answer your question, we'll do it. And then also. Let's talk about the 5,000 giveaway. I think it's a big deal, dude. Let's do it. 5,000 giveaway. I was talking to Tim today. He called me. He's like, Eddie. I said, what's up, baby? Baby Hulk. Have you seen Tim without shirt on? That dude's huge, bro. He's thick. He is mad. I like thick. Thick, dude. He's like Groot. Yeah, he looks, he's huge. Anyway, but he was like, you know what I want to do? I want to do something huge. I go, what's huge? At first, I thought he was going to be like, oh, we'll give all chemicals away. He's like, at 5,000, we're going to give away a Krenzla. On your podcast, friends, love. And he then he's said like, this himself from his mouth. You heard hundred percent on the phone call. We're giving away Krenz love five thousand giveaway, and then also he said we'll have a second winner, and he'll get his whole line of products. So it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. There's Remember, no losers there. There's always a loser, bro. This is America. There's a winner and a loser. You know I don't what, know though, what happened you know with. What? The... Let's 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 redeem Tim a little bit. I got the correct towel. All right, let's show me. What, what's the towel about? Correct towel showed up today. Um, it's it's nice, man. It's 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 plush. It how feels plush? nice and thick. It feels nice mm. and thick. Mm. I'll have to compare it to to similar towels. You know, it's not a twist loop. It's a it's a hybrid. So, um, yeah, I'll give well, that a shot. We'll, we'll put it to the test. 
Yeah. Uh, we're going to ask two questions today. Not only are we going to give away, uh, is Jim giving away the Next Level Car Care products? Uh, I'm super stoked for our next guest. But before that, we got to give a shout out to Joey's sponsor, ColeyMade.com. Help a brother get some mugs. My okay? sponsor. The faster she sells these mugs, the faster we get the new revisions. So go on there, buy a sweet mug. Let's get. We going. just don't have space. You know, we don't have space for just inventory and inventory and inventory. I need and she mug. makes she makes all of this by hand. So it's uh, yeah. Buy buy the current stock and 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 the new uh, the new designs will uh, will come out. All right, let's do this, JB. We're not here for those giveaways, even though yesterday was freaking dope. Yesterday was fire, right? Shout out I'm to still tired from it. Hey, I'm tired because I woke up at five in the morning because I was stoked about today's podcast. We're not here for me or your wife's cups, even though Cole, if you're hearing this, uh, drop the cups, all right? Drop the mugs. And then, <laughs> but we're here for our friend Billy Bogus, owner of Oh my lord, put the snake. Oh my gosh, bro. It's that. Hey, what kind of snake is that, dude? It's a Burmese python. He's actually now albino green. Pattern. What's his name? I like that once. I thought it was like liver uh, failure. I think my wife calls him butterscotch, but yeah. Butterscotch. He's, he's like albino and green together. You, the camera doesn't do him any justice, but yeah, he's a gorgeous boy. <laughs> <laughs> we got the old heck no already. Oh, heck no. Uh, well, they all know us for the snakes and all that, so I figured I'd bring one oh, out there dude. and show guys they're not the dangerous prehistoric disasters you guys think they are. All right. Hey, so Billy, I'm so excited that you came on, man. Um, if you don't know who Billy is, we're gonna jump into that. We have a slew of questions for you, Billy. At the Keep It Real podcast, our goal is to just keep it real. I think we're five minutes in, so you can say whatever you want. Kids, if you're listening, shut the phone off. Because uh, shout out to Billy. Hey, Billy, first of all, thank you for your service. Appreciate that, man. Means a lot to me. Um, JB, hit him with the questions. Uh, we're gonna jump well, right in. We want to know. <laughs> <laughs> we want to know uh, how did American Detailer Garage start? Where, what, what? Um, tell us who is Billy and 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 how did Billy get to where he's at? Okay. Well, yeah. Well, so I'm a military veteran. You know, from the Marine Corps. Come home and like a lot of veterans, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. I knew my grandfather and my dad were always obsessed about their cars. So I gravitated more toward the detailing industry. When I was in the Marine Corps, you know, in the Marine Corps, you have inspections, right, with your uniform and all that. Mm-hmm. Me and my buddies at the barracks, we'd, we'd press out camis. We'd charge money for it, right? Press out camis, make your stuff razor sharp, looking sharp, right? That transitioned to washing and waxing cars way back then, before any of this began. So coming home and not knowing what to do, getting involved with the car dealerships you know, and, and the detailing part of the industry, auction houses, body shops, production shops. I just fell in love with detailing, you know, like my, my father, and my grandfather before me. So I just kind of fell in love with it. And, and that's what it was. We ran a shop in detail cars for, tw- I think we're 27 years now, something like that, 28 years. Um, ADG got started specifically because we had ran, we had two employees. We were running our own production shop here at the house. We got a shop outside the house, right? A big one too, right? It's a big yeah, one. Well, it's a 30 by 30 shop. It's got its own pole. 200 amp service, you know what I'm saying? Three bays, all that. But yeah, but it's still, you know, at home. But I had two employees and we had at the time three or four car lots, I think. And the main thing I learned was efficiency. Well, there was another product that I used. I'm a rinseless wash guy. And the reason that I like the rinseless wash system is not because I rely on it heavily, but because it can basically be a quick detailer 
where it's needed. If you learn to master the art of the, the, the rinseless wash, you can plug and play that in your arsenal. It really mm-hmm. shaved time down that makes you money. So there was so, a Billy, real quick, real quick. Yeah. You said you're a rinseless wash guy your whole your whole career or what? No, 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 no. No, when actually, did that start? Uh, when did the rinseless wash? Like, Opti, when did you I fall saw Optimum do it. I saw Optimum do it. I've always said this. I saw Optimum do it first. I'm like, what's this O&R thing? Okay, I'm, I'm glad you said that. So when I was doing the production thing, running with employees, I was looking at things like a lot of you guys do. I scroll online. Is there a faster, more efficient way to do this? When O&R came out, you know, um, I tried to use that. And again, I, I mentioned so the, the, the product I mentioned was McGuire's D114. Right? It was a rinseless wash product I used. Then I shifted to O&R, but O&R really speak, piqued my interest about this whole rinseless wash thing. So we started doing that in our detail shop, and I started seeing the benefits of it. For example, <clears throat> let's say it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. We're going to do our prep wash outside. It's cold. We're going to hit the wheels, wheel wells, tires. You guys know the deal, right? Bring it inside or whatever. Do what you got to do outside. Minimize it. You forget the damn jams. How many times have <laughs> you done that? I forget the jams every. I'm not gonna lie. All the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. So we started. That's where the rinseless wash started with me. I started. Well, let's just make this rinseless stuff and wipe the jams, and it worked so effectively Mm -hmm. that I transitioned and tried to get. What what else can I get out of this? Where let me just say this, guys. Where a lot of detailers are looking for the lowest price, I look for the product that I can get the most out of. Right? Mm -hmm. It does this. It does this. It does this. So that's where rinseless wash started. And when McGuire's discontinued D114. I was using O&R. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I felt like something could be made better. Now, I'm no chemist. I'll let you guys know. But so anyway, long story short, I found you know, a chemist that can make some stuff for us. And that's where Wipeout. So Wipeout was built. And by default, American Detailer Garage was built because a product that I liked no longer existed. So we didn't do this to build a company. We did this to make a product that no longer existed and then basically by default created F-bomb, right? Our multi-purpose cleaner. And then it kind of skyrocketed ADG. We never planned any of this. Billy, let me, tell you, something. let me tell you something, Billy, because I, I this is this is, makes me smile. First of all, I'm happy you're on here, right? I watch you all the time on Facebook. I'm not going to cap, okay? I'm man crushed. I don't roll that way, but I got a little man crushed, right? So <laughs> F-bomb made my list for the best APC, in my opinion. My opinion. Look, all using chat, you might have your own thing you like. For me, F-bomb hits different. Um, yes. You could spike your rinseless wash with it. You could you could foam it on the car, let it sit, foam it, spray it off, do a rinseless wash. You could do the tires and wheels with They're Like, Eddie, that's every APC Nova. For some reason, this one has, like, surfactants in it that make it just... just I'll tell you why. Like I'll soap. tell you why. I'll tell you why, and I'll tell you guys something if you guys didn't know. When we were trying to recreate a rinseless wash, right, that I liked... Um, I wanted a product that would work on glass. Like O&R, I felt like worked well on glass. In oh, fact, yeah. I made videos for Opti, right? Uh, working on glass. So I, I thought like, you know, at the minimum, the product should work on glass and clean door jams, et cetera, right? You know, and so what happened was we made a product that cleaned exceptionally well, but it was not great across all parameters, which were we needed to be. And we pulled one surfactant out. We, we took, we didn't pull it, we changed the surfactant. But the surfactant that we took out was such a noticeable difference in the performance of Wipeout that we know today that we took that surfactant and that's what F-bomb is. That's why it's different. It was a bit so because in the beginning, it was a whole different approach anyway to a product. And then we made the product and we, it just wasn't ready for prime time. We took that surfactant out and created another product, which is our number one seller now. 
So now I got to ask questions because everybody pay attention because we're doing two giveaways today, all right? One is going to be next level car care. We're going to give away the, the shampoo, the tire dressing, the towels. Next one, we're giving away some uh, American Detailer Garage. We're going to give away my favorite duo. Uh, it's Fusion and F-Bomb, okay? Wipeout's good, but Fusion hits different out of a foam cannon. I, and a sprayer or a detail keg, if you're going to foam it on, you could do a hybrid rinse list. That's why I like Fusion. Walk me through, Billy, what year did you decide to launch American Detailer Garage? And what was your vision for that? What Were you like, I'm just going to take over the... Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, so that was in 2017. So I think it was, I think we filed for the LLC in like June of 2017. And I think we came to market either late August or early September is when we first came to market. We had red, white, and blue. We had Wipeout, F-Bomb, and Valor, which is our sealant. Valor is our sealant. Um, good dry aid too. It's a good dry aid. Yeah, it's a great dry it's, it's an Everything we make is overbuilt, guys. I'll tell you that. I'll be the, you know, some people look at the price, whatever, but I promise you it's overbuilt. When I've had to answer hundreds of calls, texts, and emails about why the product is flat or is streaking and stuff like that, what I learned to find out 99% of the time, they're trying to use our product like they use other people's products, mm. right? Our stuff is very concentrated. like So it's made to make you money. Eddie's um, guilty of that. I, I really, I'm not going to lie to you, right? If I pay for yeah. it, I'm going to use it how I yeah. want it. <laughs> there's one there's one of two ways you can do this. There's one of two ways you can do it. You can either teach the consumer how to get more use out of your product, or you can yep. water it down and make yep. it easy to use. All right, we can go into that too. Um, Eddie, I, I, I'm sorry, brother. I no, forgot. I, I said the question I had for you is when did you start and did you start where the fusion come from? Because I know you oh. said wipeout and f bomb were your two samples, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so we had that. And so to answer your question, when we first started ADG, I had no vision of what it became today. We thought we'd create, you know, some friends of ours, 30 or 40, 50 of them. And we'll just create a product line that will, you know, 40 or 50 of us just buy it. And we're, we're good. You know, we'll keep detailing cars. doing our, That's how I, that's all I could imagine. Never imagined this. With Fusion, it's interesting because my buddy Ian Ramelkamp at Auto Fiber. Love that guy, he, by the way. Gold towels. Yeah, man, dude. Yeah, he, he's the towel guy. Yeah. But he had brought, he's like, man, what, what if you made like a foaming rinseless wash of one that foams up? Because at the time we were, we still do. It's always going to be a challenge trying to get the, the mass uh, market out there to understand what a rinseless wash is, how to use it. It's been called a tri wash, a turbo wash, all kinds of things. And so Ian thought that the great way to do that, to get somebody to transition from a soap to a rinseless wash what if we can make a rinseless wash that foams just like your soap? Okay. And Eddie, to your point, in the foam cannon, I put on the label that, you know, for foam cannon, makes it right. just concentrate, right? Yep. I've had guys text me and say, hey, man, I, I, I dilute it 50 50 and it works just fine. When I write a label, I got to write it for the guy in Indonesia or in North Carolina <laughs> or, or my dad or my dad who's like, what's this? Or anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so use it how you want to, but uh, that's why Fusion came along. And if you guys didn't know, so Wipeout's a pH plus nine. Fusion is actually pH neutral. You can use Fusion to lay PPF, and you can use Fusion as your slip for window tamp. We've done it. We've tested it. It works 100% of the time. You can so, also use uh, F-Bomb, back to F-Bomb, because I'm telling you right now, if you haven't used F-Bomb, I'm going to plug it because I'm a fan. Uh, you can use F-Bomb for sanding. I use it as a sander. I spray it on, use it for sand. Great lubrication. It takes, uh, bro. I, I'm going to share the website here. 
Uh, and then we're going to do a quick giveaway. But before Eddie, we do I need that, to, oh, there it is. I was going to stop you for that. Thank you, Christy. $50. Thank you, Billy, for your service and creating bomb products. Very okay. cool. Very cool. Thank you, Christy, for always supporting the channel. I appreciate you. So if you don't know where to get American Detailer Garage, you go to AmericanDetailerGarage.com. You're going to scroll down uh, to concentrate, hit the F-bomb, add to cart the fusion, and let the ball roll, and then thank me later. Because when I did the video uh, for my winter thing, I was like, fusion for me. And F-bomb, smacks, slaps. Right? Mix, mix F-bomb and fusion together and see what happens. I don't by, know the way, I... by the way, by the way, before you get hate, Eddie, by the way, just so you guys know, we sold out of F-bomb, so we have no distributors. We pulled all distribute, you know, all distribute, all distribution and blew out of F-bomb in a week. So we're out of F-bomb. We're out of stock. I've got like six pints left, okay? But Tuesday, we have a shipment coming in Tuesday, and we'll have plenty of F-bomb. So if, you're, if your viewers go out there and they say, well, I took your advice. I went to the website. They're out of stock Tuesday. They'll be back in stock Tuesday. I got a question about what you just said, but before that, let's do the giveaway. So the first giveaways for the next uh, level car care products. Uh, what year? Oh, do you got a question, JB? I had a couple types. All right, hit, hit, hit it. Hit the question. Uh, what? This this is for. I mean, we have seventy three people watching right now, so we got half of what we had yesterday. Hopefully, some of them were there yesterday. Um, but what room was Bradley sitting near in his shop during last night's stream? And we do ship to Canada. Next Level Car Care says they will ship to Canada for all my Canadian brethren. Everyone's putting years in because they thought. <laughs> nah, nah, that year question was wrong. The question's on the board, kids. What room was Bradley sitting near in his shop during last night's stream? Call the victor. Oh, here I'm they not... come. Hey, you know he was on the shitter. You already know. <laughs> I'm just going to call it. Here it here is. Is. Yes, guys. Boom. The all bathroom. Right. West Cat 2. <laughs> You get the next level car care package. Eddie, what'd you say? You get the towel, you get the soap, and, and you, get, you the get the tire, tire protection gel. gel. Yep. Perfect. All right. Next giveaway. Stay tuned. We'll be in a few minutes after we get into the crux of the podcast. It won't be called the Keep It Real podcast for no reason. We're going to hit you with some heavy questions. Billy, you ready? So you just touched on it, but you've recently made the decision to sell direct to consumer only. What was your thought process behind that? What happened? Tell us, tell us what's going on. Because I used well, to buy from Audiotopia. I used to buy from uh, Ian. Yeah, well, and let me just go ahead and clear the record on things, guys. Uh, it, some people have looked at ADG and like, you know, we had all these distributors. Now we don't have them. ADG must be in trouble. That's not the case at all. So start with AutoGeek. Our AutoGeek got restructured as a brand, as a company. They got bought, you know, restructured as a brand. They had like 6,000 SKUs. And out of 6,000 SKUs, they had like a handful of SKUs that made up 90% of their profit. Okay. So mm. any smart business owner or investor would look at your spreadsheet and your bottom line and be like, okay, and we got cut. It wasn't because we didn't do our job. We'd only been there like a year. We had just got into AutoGeek. Wasn't even, you know, I went down there and made a bunch of YouTube videos with Justin in the show car garage. And we had just started getting some traction. But when they got bought out and restructured, so we lost them by default. Clean Garage, um, you know, and I, I got to be careful naming names and stuff like that. What I can say is there are some distributors that that think they own your company, that you don't own your company, they think they own your company, and that put stipulations out there that just, yeah, again, all right, so, and a lot of it's on us, all right, I restructure with ADG, so I don't want to blame everybody else, so, but if you sell 56 other brands and ADG is one of the brands you sell, um, that you're not passionate about, then I don't need to sell to you because I'm passionate about my own brand. 
So you get to hit, right? So you take the L because you're you sell with the hopes that they'll get your name out and you're giving discounts because you have to give the discounts, right? Chemicals is like, you oh, oh dude, we get, all right. It's not even that we, we give them huge margins. All right. But when like fallback comes with damages or SDS sheets or tech questions, TDS questions, we answer all that too. Yeah. So we give our, our distributors all these margins and then we end up running our own marketing, running our own tech stuff. Right. So, you know, TDS stuff. So, um, and so, all right. And so sometimes things just don't line up. And again, what I wish people would understand, like business runs on numbers, period. Yeah, it doesn't run on handshakes and I love you and I like you and this and that. I'm friends with a lot of people that we'll never do business with just because it doesn't make sense for them or for me. Mm-hmm. The last distributor was, you know, auto fiber. And it's not so much like Ian and I are friends. Okay. That decision for me wholly was, um, there was a couple of things and I'll go into it in a minute, but uh, largely we have a lot more capacity to control our company when we control things. We control the ebbs and flows of things. To give an example, we need to grow into a warehouse, right? I've got I've got business that we can't do yet because I got to be able to build pallets, ship pallets out, have trucks drop. I need a dock, okay? Mm-hmm. So we have to grow to the next level. I have business waiting for us, but we have to grow to that next level to do that. And it's very difficult to grow to that next level when you give countless discounts, you know, or margins to say distributors or whatever, but they aren't doing their work, their job. All right. And, and so with auto fiber, like Ian and I are personal friends. We've been friends for a while. Um, but when I look at the scope of a small business, like my own, you know, my wife burns vacation time to go to SEMA and mobile tech. She burns all her vacation time to do industry things. We go to expos. And if my distributor isn't carrying my product at your show, okay, I'm not going to hang out in your booth. You're not paying me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if that was a question that was going to come down later on or not. No, but so. I want to ask about that because that you make a solid point. So let's tap into this for a bit. So when did you realize, right? Because first of all, it's awesome that you get to work with your wife. I get to work with my kids and my wife. They work in my business. They detail for me. Um, when did you realize, you know what? It's time to make a change because it doesn't just happen overnight. Like when yeah. did that hit for you? Yeah. When did that come yeah, around for yeah, I'll tell you, we talk about family. So people don't realize that my wife and I spent 15 years apart, 15 years, not one, not two, not five, 15, 15 years apart. So I drove a semi-truck for 21 years and ran the detail shop, right? So I, I resonate with a lot of people out here that might watch this and they got a side gig. Even during the building of ADG, I worked a job. But for 15 years, I worked night shift. She worked day shift because somebody had to watch the kid, right? Mm-hmm. So we would pass each other on the road. I'm going to work. She's coming home from work. That's sad, dude. Years. Okay. So here's what people don't know. And, and again, I, I understand that people see a picture and they just draw, draw a conclusion. Right. My wife and I have been together almost 23 years. 15 years. Again, like I said, we barely saw each other. Okay. And then at 21, I quit my job. I had a damn good job. You know, I made 70000 a year, good health insurance, 401k, the whole thing. Right. Um day shift job. I was home every night. Great job. I quit that job to better serve our customers. My wife just recently, as of September, got a job working from home. She's been at her job 17 years. So you take 15 years of us not being together at all. And as of last September, we're together every minute of every day, pretty much. You know, she does her thing. I leave her alone and I do my thing. She leaves me alone. But it's kind of cool how things come full circle when we spent 15 years apart. People don't realize that. And let me say, uh, go a step further is when it comes to sacrifice, guys, you have to make sacrifice. 
to get a reward, you must make a sacrifice. If you go to the gym and you want to build muscle, you must sacrifice pain and strain mm-hmm. and sweat, right, in order to get that. So, and I talk to people, we counsel with detailers and I have for years. And I've yet to meet anybody yet that was dealing with an issue that they couldn't solve themselves, right? We did that for 21 years on the back end. Um, we paid most everything off so we could run this business. So I can't, when somebody asks me business advice, I, I don't know unless you're bought into that. If you're still buying shiny object and every cute little shiny object that comes along, you don't have any money, okay? For us, it was a different situation. So to answer your question, the main decision to bring ADG back home was because my marriage was failing. I have no problem telling you guys that. My yeah, mad, mad respect, dude. All right. My marriage was failing. Uh, company was doing okay. But the more hands you have in the cookie jar, the more hands you got to please. All right. And, and so the ultimate, the last draw, I had to do something here about a month or so ago that I didn't want to do. I had to break some news to the industry that I took no joy and no pride in. Uh, barely ate or slept for about four days. And then after that, I had to deal with the blowback of the quote unquote professional industry. Okay. Yeah. I was really disappointed. Really was disappointed with the 27 years that we put into this and the 15 years that my wife and I both sacrificed. I was disappointed as particular individuals, and everybody knows their name if I named them, that kind of turned their back on us. Okay. After everything we've done for you, everything we've told you, we always tell you the truth. We've sacrificed, we've earned our place here. If we've earned our seat at the table and you don't want to give us a chair, I'm not going to ask you for a chair. I'll build my own table. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So let's talk about that for a second. Not the, you know, we talked about backstage, but I guess what is the worst thing in the industry right now in ADG's eyes? So when I when I ask that, I'm asking more like social media. Social media. Tell me social more media. about that. What do you what do you mean? Like what what do you see yeah. like? Before all this BS of let's foam the car on, let's wear tight pants, uh, let's use 8K cameras, right? Before all the nonsense of trolling people online, what has brought, you know, marks, black eyes to the detailing industry? Social media, they call Facebook fake book for a reason, you know. Social media, I think, is, and, and so I fell into that trap. It's, if I'm sitting here and say it, I'm going to hold myself guilty as well as everybody else, right? We get caught up on this stupid device here, okay? And we feel like because the little red buttons on the little red things on that we got to answer that. Right. You don't have to discipline at the end of the day. Now, guys, I'm 46 years old. I remember a time we didn't have these things. I didn't have them. Dude, we had Pokemon cards and played in. Yeah. Or or, or bicycle BMX bikes. So with me, it's easy to put this thing down. And I don't care. Like today, AT&T had a nationwide outage today. It was the best day of my life. I don't care. It's a nice one. Sometimes it's nice when it's unplanned and you're like, well, I guess I can't. Yeah. You know, so um, I feel like because and the reason I say that is not that because it's just like a gun. Right. I'm a, I'm a two A guy. I'm a gun guy. Right. It's just like a gun. A gun can be used for a good thing to stop a burglar okay. or a gun can be used as a bad thing. Right. I lost my brother to suicide. OK, so I could be as, as anti gun as anybody is. But I know it's a tool it can be used for good things or negative things. So the same thing with social media can be used as a good thing or a negative thing. However, what it's done. Now, maybe you guys will agree with you, me, but uh, what it's done is it's allowed people to sit back here and do this with no fear of an ass whipping. Okay. Oh that's yeah. That's... When when Let's we talk about up, that, yeah, Eddie boy. loves this. Yeah, boy. Listen, Billy, I hate to stop you. Listen for real, facts. Okay, facts. The keyboard warriors come out between the hours eight p.m. and midnight. You're they say that. the wildest things. 
that I'm like, bro, where I come from, you would have said that like in real life, it'll be mamma jamma. I mean, I I wake up in the morning and I'll see the comments that like came in overnight. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, (laughs) like, do you have nothing better to do? Like, just it's wild to me. Somebody said a while back. Somebody said a while back, they're like, Billy, you're the Dana White of the detailing industry, you know, and it's, I think, I think we get a bad rap a lot of times. They think I'm just, you know, angry or whatever. When you've been in the game this long, you've kind of seen it all, heard it all, done it all. And I have such a low tolerance for bullshit, just such a low tolerance for it that I can sniff that shit out so fucking quick, you know, and, and that causes problems. So going back to the problem of the industry is too many people get behind that keyboard and want to type away. I guess I can tell you. I've been into it myself, you know, and listen, I'm 46 years old. I got a grandson, right? I got a four-year-old grandson. Um, I don't want to throw hands on anybody, but, but back in the day when I was growing up, that's what happened, right? And you find out real quick if you do the right thing or the wrong thing. I've had my ass whipped before. I've opened my mouth and got it shut before too, right? But so social media, because nowadays I have a concealed weapons permit, Okay. If I go to the gas station and somebody says something stupid to me and I smack him with, say, a twisted T. No, you're going to jail. You're going to join Joe for life, dude. It's, it's 2024. Well, you locked well, up your life. You locked first, thing, first thing they're going to do, they're going to pull my concealed weapon permit. The second thing they're going to do, I got to get my guns out of my house, right? Which is going to take a couple of trucks because I got a few of them, okay? See what I'm saying? But so keyboard warriors know that. They know that we have more to lose right now than they do. So much to lose. All right, I'm going to go into that in a second. Hold on. So I think that's a big part of it. Let me tell you guys something right now. Today, I woke up today, we had an AT&T, had a nationwide outage, and we had no power, okay? For the people that sit behind that motherfucking keyboard, I got news for you. That's just one scenario when the shit hits the fan, if an EMP strike or something like that were to happen, guess what you have that you no longer have? Food in your house, you no longer have that because you're anti-gun, you're anti-drama, you're anti-anything. Your entire real is what you are. And when the shit gets real serious, nobody gives a shit. So keep that in mind. There's no fucking keyboard to protect you if shit hits the fan. Right, let's say shout out to being demonetized. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I'll let him, I'll let you guys say what you wanted to say. Cause look, you can look in the camera. I'm fat. I did it to myself. I always tell people that, right? So you're not hurting my feelings when you say stuff. It's, it's, what bothered me the most about online social media, um, and I love online because it's a good tool, right? That's how I met yes, 90% yes. of people, right? Everybody on this chat that I got to bless or talk to or see how they're doing, like Kim. Kim and I were sending the email here or there, and it's like me getting to know her, or me and Christy and me and Tim. And I mean, I Riggs, I, all these people online that I get to chat with that happened because of social media, right? What yeah, I man. what I dislike is when you don't understand how hard it is to make content when you get up. You make the content, you edit the content, you put the content out. Like JB, you had one that you hit where you're doing a simple rinse this wash. Rinse this wash is not, we're going to ask nice questions. Relaxing, chill, dude, rinse this wash. You know? Oh, and they're like, you don't believe in the science. And it was literally, it was literally like a thousand people just trolling constant about he's a fake or you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. It's like rinse this wash is not rocket scientist, bro. Here's what you do. You take an ounce of rinseless wash, you put in a, a, two gallons of water, stick your thing in it, spray the panel and wipe it. Use you, common sense. That's it. If you're not building a house. So I think if if we if we want to bring the detail industry forward, Billy, what needs to change? Well, number one, we got to start listening. Again, you guys just nailed it. When your customer can damn near do your job, 
90% of your job. And some guy's going to watch this and not like it. But I'm going to tell you right now, I've done this for 27 years, okay? Back in the day when we started, you had to know what you were doing. I, you guys might remember, my, where's my old school guys at, right? We had, I think it was 80 or 81, something like that, diamond cut compound. We cut with a rotary, McGuire's, right? Mm-hmm. And our follow-up was number 83, dual action cleaner polish. My guys who have ever used dual action cleaner polish, that's how you clean up your swirl marks and buffer trails. That shit was the hardest product to work with. Like, that was before rental swashes and all that. So we'd cut a car down with a compound and come back with a DA with dual action cleaner polish to clean up, you know, the, the residue or whatever, the buffer trail stuff left behind. But that fucking polish would... would uh, hardened up in the cracks like concrete would. So you actually had to have a technical skill to not inflict more scratches into the paint. Mm-hmm. Whereas today I can take a damn compound and a wool pad on a rotary, cut a black panel down and you almost have to try to make a swirl mark. Okay. So what's happening is this, and I've been saying this for a while, the prosumer, the guy that loves their Mustang, that loves their F-150, that spends the weekend washing their truck, the gap is closing between the pro detailer and the prosumer. The gap is closing. It's getting there's easier and that. easier. It's it's not. There's no. You said it right. Easier. Like one of my. So for example, I guess. All right. Sorry. Sorry. I interrupt you. I just get super passionate, right? Because at the end of the day, when I when I start to lose nine hundred dollars a detail, there's a problem, right? Because that's mm-hmm. that's how my kids make money. You're like Eddie. What? That's how my kids are saving up for a car. That's how I'm teaching my kids how to be good citizens, right? You work hard for your money. Nothing's free in life. Nothing's guaranteed. The only thing you have every day, right, is your word and then your grind because the grind's going to expect it every day. You got to grind. Nothing's yeah. free, right? That's what my dad taught me. It's like the only thing I can give you in this life is work ethic. How do we gap it? How do we gap the industry from being too close to what What can we do to be different then? Because that's the yeah. scariest thought, right? Yeah. When, the, mm-hmm. when you're no longer needed, you know what they do in companies where you're no longer needed? You get rift. Yeah, I think I think the same thing like with, with myself, and I always use myself as an example. Number one, because I know myself. I don't know everybody else out there. But like, yeah, I'm a truck driver, 21-year truck driver. I'm a detailer. I had to learn how to do things I didn't want to do. I had to learn how to do things I wasn't comfortable doing, if you will, okay? Maybe on the computer or doing things like that or spreadsheets or whatever. I had to learn to do things that I was uncomfortable doing. Now, that's the problem with the detail industry, all right, is too many people. To, because listen, people are like geese. You ever seen a goose? A goose, and then there's the other one follows. The other one follows. The other follow. the, the, all the geese follow where the head goose goes. That's where they follow, right? So until somebody speaks up and says it, everybody's just going to follow lock stock, not understanding why they're doing what they're doing. Until the detail industry takes itself serious, it wants to learn how to run a business and do the boring things. It's not going to change. I'll give you an example. Yeah, I got a training coming up March 23rd and March 24th. I got a training coming up. Um, we limited 10 people, right? No more than 10 people. And I had two people sign up. Granted, we got to do more marketing and push it out there, whatever, whatever. I'm not really trying to push it. But as of right now, I have one guy signed up, one guy. I told you guys, you know, I got all the tools, all the machines, compounds, polishes, whatever, anything you want to learn about detailing. I got a chief steamer. Got an extractor, got all that. Anything you want to learn about detailing, I'm going to pour into you. Damn near 30 years, had one guy sign up. So until people take themselves more seriously and look at this more as a business, rather than I get to go out to my garage and play with my toys, okay, then it's going to change. So manufacturers, 
will always make tools, toys, if you will, tools, toys, cordless toys, perhaps. But until the mindset changes, and I don't see anybody really saying this, Rennie does a good job of it. A few of us do a good job of it. But as long as manufacturers make more toys, all you have is adult kids that don't know how to run a fucking business at the end of the day. I think I think this is not I don't think he's being disrespectful here. I want to bring this up because what he's saying is auto detailing. And this is where you're saying that gap is. It really mm -hmm. isn't that hard to vacuum out a car, blow it out uh, mm -hmm. and clean it up. So mm -hmm. what separates a professional? Uh, and think you soy nobody or, or that means I'm nobody. What makes it what makes a professional different from the dude that yeah, he said the thing is all detail is not really a skill, like not talking shit like a mechanic. And he's not wrong. But so here's the thing. A skill is anything that you can do proficiently over time. That's yeah. basically the definition of a skill. Right. So a skill. And again, I go back to I promise you. Um, and I've said this and that's how like me and Alex Russell, some of these guys had it out. They're going to do a paint correction class. And I'm like, cool. Uh, basically I'm gonna kick your ass because I know I can't and they got mad at me for it. Right. So old school detailers is a technical skill. The guy that's making the comment, he has a good point there, right? Yeah. The, the rule is 10,000 hours, 10,000 hours doing anything pretty much makes you a professional, whether you're a web designer or a hairdresser or an auto detailer or an auto mechanic. Okay. So detailing is no different than auto mechanics because we can't really work on our cars anymore. We got to take them to the dealership by design. See what I'm saying? I went so, to college, so I didn't have to touch anything, Billy. What's that? I right. went to college, so I didn't have to touch anything. I just paid somebody to do it. Well, you're the smart guy, but to answer that guy's question is the skill sets, whatever it is, skill set. Mm -hmm. if, if you're a mechanic, you've been turning wrenches for 30 years, but I got a car for you to work on that you can't work on because it needs to go to the dealer. I hear that more and more every day, right? Does that make you less of a mechanic? So I'm going to defend the detail industry in that regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, I, I agree with you. The reason that he's saying that is because, again, the products are so easy to use. You can go to Harbor Freight and buy a damn DA if you needed to, right? You bucks. can find a polishing pad. You can buy a freaking compound polish at, at Walmart or Amazon or at, at AutoZone or any of that stuff, right? So with enough, your mechanics, that's what you got to watch. Your mechanics, your auto mechanics who have the patience can learn how to do paint correction. And the guy that does his own car at a car show, try to convince him that he has buffer trails in his paint. Good luck with that. See, that's, that's where I think it's going to change. This is where passion comes in, right? Because those soy nobody made a point. For me, it's the efficiency part, right? Mm -hmm. When you bring your car to me and it's a truck, say, I've been working on trucks a lot lately, Billy. I don't know what's up. These trucks keep getting bigger and bigger, bro. Oh, yeah. Yep. Good Lord. So, it's when you bring your truck to me and I could get it done to you in two days, polish, paint corrected, coated, whatever. You pay me for my skill to do that fast without a high mm -hmm. spot. That's a skill exactly. to me. Yes. Uh, how can you tell when it's a rid or how can you tell when you need to use a rotary versus a DA, right? Go ahead, Billy. Yeah, Eddie, no. So I'm gonna, to your exact point, exactly. It's like the old, you know, the old uh, story where the guy... The ship company calls the guy in. I got a problem with the ship. The ship has to float, whatever. He comes in with a hammer and bangs it three times, and the engine starts working. And they said, well, you're charging me $450 to bang a hammer. He said, no, I'm charging you for 30 years of expertise. And that's, yep. that's what you're saying. It's exactly what you're saying is, but I wish guys were more focused on their expertise instead of the next shiny object. Right? So, yeah, you're right. The reason why auto detailing is what it is, and it should be looked at as a skilled profession. That's exactly right. We make it look easy because we take the work out of it. No different than a mechanic, right? Like I'm not a mechanic, but yeah, go ahead, Eddie. But back to your point, brother. I wasn't trying to. No, no, no. This is the conversation we're having, right? We're having a conversation. I so, think Eddie, last, 
Go ahead. Sorry, last last week or maybe it was two weeks ago. I think it was with Tony. Um, you asked if you were you're a professional detailer. You you let's say you were to sign up for Tony's class at PNS. What are you going to learn? And I wasn't Billy, being disrespectful. No, you weren't being disrespectful, but you you genuinely your time is money, so you want to know what are you going to get out of this. Um, so. Billy, if someone's a perfect, let's say they are a professional, let's say Eddie signed up for your training. What is Eddie going to come away from your training with that he doesn't already have? It's a great question. Well, so what you're going to come away with is a culmination of what I've done for almost 30 years. And I've worked in the body shop. I've worked in the dealership. I've worked in the production shop. I've worked in the auction houses. I've been around every sector of automotive rehabilitation if you will mm -hmm. my uncle you know my whole family owned a junkyard scrapyard company race cars rollbacks all that right so i grew up around this type of thing but i've actually worked in every sector of it then i've also built a business a detailing business off of it then i also built a product line off of that mm -hmm. so that's what i would say to eddie and i would tell anybody you may not learn a whole lot of anything from me but you might learn one or two things that's all you have to learn is one or two things. You, you may find that one that. gem. Yeah, that yeah. could be it. When I ask our students too, when I, when I train them, what are you struggling at? Right. Because if you ask people openly in open class, nobody's struggling with nothing. Right. Yeah. Well, we're great. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what they're struggling with. So yeah, that's, and that's the way I would approach it is and the same thing with me. Like I attend masterminds, right. I pay for a mastermind group, right. When I go somewhere. So guys watching the video for guys watching the video. Okay. I promise you when I go to a business conference or something like that, I'm that guy in a seat like this. Meek as a mouse. Because in the auto detail space, yeah, we're big, bigger, you know, whatever. But in the professional business space, I ain't nothing. It's humbling, so yeah. When I'm being taught stuff, I'm consuming it. And I wish that the up-and-comers, the guys now, would, would have the same thought. But you have to know who to trust, too, Eddie. Yeah, it's, it's just to be like, here's a... I, I've learned what you just said. This is, JB, that was a good segue, because I learned... Last year, I had Ivan LaCroix come to my house. I had people from Europe come to my house. And it was essentially a training on on-stall coding. But what I learned was that two, that one thing. Uh, how can I cut my wash time from 20 minutes to 15 minutes? So you're like, Eddie, five minutes isn't a lot. But my guy, if you add five minutes yeah, right. every day to your life, that's five right. minutes. Yeah, right? Yeah. That five minutes is money to me. It's like. How do I vacuum better? And Ivan taught me these things. And then Reggie came in and, and was like, hey, man, I can show you how to cut that paint a little better uh, with the rotary. Do it this way. To me, if I'm saving two, three minutes, five minutes, I'm making money at the end of all of it. It's compounded. Man, Eddie, I'm so glad you said that. I was right before the podcast tonight. I was in another group where a guy was talking about, you know, F-bomb. Is it worth $40 or, you know, whatever? F-bomb is like, worth 60 bucks. Bye. Don't talk. But I break it down. I'm like, you're like 33 cents a car. If you used a whole 32 ounce bottle, you're 33 cents a car. And basically what I'm doing is I'm, I came in sales. I have a sales background too, but I'm going to put you on an island. I'm going to take away your objections. And your objection is, is it worth 40 bucks? Well, I don't know. Let's break it down. When I make it make sense, like 33 cents a car, maybe you're the one charging me too much. Cause now I hire somebody to detail my stuff. Right. You know, but so if you're the detailer charging me, maybe you're charging too much. Right. So, you know, maybe you're thinking my product's too much. Maybe your service is too expensive. If you cannot afford 33 cents, if I'm hiring you to detail my car and you cannot afford 33 cents to clean my car with for a degreaser, I don't want you detailing my car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Here's, so what do you think about this too, Billy, from your perspective? Right. Like 
Is it important? Oh, timeout. Trenches, thank you for the giveaway. Thank you, ridiculous. Uh, I think that's I think that's Colin. If it is Colin, thanks, thanks, bro. We love you. He's thanks, the one Colin. who wanted thanks, you on bro. here. Um, so let's talk about this, right? Do you think it's important for a detailer or anyone starting a business to understand what a a, a, a wash costs? Like, how much of your business does one need to know to be considered a professional business owner? Like, what are those things that are missing? To dovetail back around, like you asked me earlier, what makes a professional detailer a professional detailer? Knowing your numbers. Guys, I can't tell you. And again, when I came to run ADG full time in 21, um, you know, I got great people in my corner, great entrepreneurs in my corner. They're like, you got to know your numbers. And I didn't really know what they meant. When you start looking, so what's not managed can't be measured. You can't measure what's not managed. And when you start knowing your numbers and looking at your numbers, you know where your uh, KPIs are, key performance index. You know where you're right, where you're where you're where you're uh, spiking and where you're tanking. You know that. But so as a detailer or any kind of business, we have to know what our numbers look like. Mine are different than what it was when I was detailing a car. But so, for example, if I'm going to take a job and how much do I charge for a car? OK, well, what's my time worth? Number yeah. one, what's my expertise? What's my time worth? Well, let's say my time's worth, and it's easy to do, guys. What would, what would freaking uh, the local, you know, factory pay you? Twenty bucks an hour? Okay, cool. My time's worth twenty bucks an hour, but I'm not paying, you know, health insurance so twenty five an hour. Okay, let's say a job's going to take four hours, so I'm a hundred bucks, and let's say I'm ten dollars in products. I'm one hundred and ten dollars in. Okay, then you can make that job two hundred and fifty, but every every dollar has to have a name. Okay, so you have to do a job. Let's say you charge two hundred fifty for a job. That really costs you ten dollars. Well, degreaser should have a name, coating should have a name, towel should have a name. When you diversify out your profits and after you pay your taxes, what's left is your paycheck. Detailers seem to think we bring money comes in, money goes out. What's left is profit. Like you live out cost of goods, your cost of goods. You have to factor that in. So I think once we start doing that as an industry, and it's not that difficult. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Okay. Once they start looking at that. The whole industry will change. Then they wouldn't be asking questions like, is $40 a gallon for degrees or worth it? I don't even think about chemicals. I just buy it. So in my mind, Billy, to your point is, I'm to the point where I know every car has a shop cost. I got to pay my girls 25 bucks an hour, right? Yeah. How yeah. much is it for me to do a wash? I break down my chemicals, buy ounce. You guys probably think I'm nerdy. I have an Excel sheet I actually got from Jason from Car Supplies Warehouse. That's why I signed up for $50 a month to get this Excel sheet. I put in what I want to make a year. If I want to make $100,000 a year, I know that a car wash for me is going to cost 200 bucks because I got to pay the girls. Per day, you know, per day. Right. Yeah. If I want to get, you're ahead of me now. So you're a step ahead of me. Right. He, what he's saying, guys, is is look at what the end result looks like and break it down per day. Go ahead, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, I, and for me, if I saw, like, for example, our goal was uh, make X amount of dollars. I want to make 70K part-time and detailing is doable. But what needs to happen? Do I take more car wash or do I take ceramic coatings? Well, you got to blend it. How much does it cost for them to come in my shop? Okay, a ceramic coating costs me $60 to make, not including the ceramic coating. That's $130 I add that to the price because I never eat that. I'm not going to eat a ceramic coating for a customer, sorry, right? And then I got to charge them $150 an hour. So that's $1,300, $1,400. Bucks. You're like, that's too much. Well, I got to pay two people and myself. I got to pay the lights. On the, on the back end of that, Eddie, what we need to teach people is confidence, right? Your numbers, number one, they have to know the numbers. And you have to be able to look your customer in the eye and be comfortable with that number. So, you know, mm -hmm. we're looking at, you know, and know how to do it. That We do that in training, too. I have people role play. But go ahead, Eddie. I just want to add that in. Because you can do that. But a lot of these guys, I think they lack confidence to throw that number out there, even though that really is the real cost. 
Yeah, it's even. I mean, even me as as a DIY guy, like if you know my neighbor comes up and the the, the fr- still the first thing I say is uh like I don't. There's the lack of confidence in the number I'm about to give him. So we all do. We all do. Even that. I yeah. need to work on that. Yeah, I still do it, guys. Go ahead, Eddie. Yeah, yeah, but for this, this is this is good because I, I man, you're speaking. I know I act dumb on YouTube. I roast people. I make fun of products. I make fun of O and R. Uh, shout out to Danny. I make fun of all of them. But here's the end of all this is if you want to be a detailing business, two things that you have to remember is one thing you can never get back is time. That's guaranteed. You lose time. You never gain time. Right. Yeah. Second thing is time with family. You're like, hey, that's the same thing as time. No, my time is my time. So I don't get to chill on the boat. I don't get to play golf. But what about my kid's time? What about my wife's time? How about being present in the moment? So if yeah. you're going to do detailing, Make it so financially you don't have to chase anything else, and this could be a business full time. That's how I think. Uh, been thinking about uh, like that for a while. I challenge everybody, everybody, including ourselves on the on this podcast. I challenge everybody to ask yourself a simple question: Are we playing business, or are we conducting business? Because there's two different sides, right? If you're happy go lucky every day and everything is just exciting and this and that and that, right? You're probably playing business. If you get up every day and you're like, fuck, here we go again. We still got to do the deal. Get your butt kicked. That's doing business because real people doing real business, at least at the medium scale level, I think where we all are, um, there's good days and there's tough days, but every single day you feel like you earned it. And I think, you know, oh, I think I just logged out of something. Hold on. No, no, you're here. Don't leave. But you, you. you said you said something real quick, and this is important too. Like, um, I always think when the customer comes and they just want a car wash, this is what Eddie thinks. What can I sell them? I know that sounds bad. Ivan was here and Ivan was shooting videos at my house and he was here and he was like, Hey, we'll take on these three cars. So you can shoot some videos with Isabel and the lady's doing a car wash. I come in, she drops off a car. She's like, I got a Jeep. I'm like, dope. You got a Jeep. I said, let's ceramic coat it. Here's your price. I didn't hesitate. Like to me, when you hesitate, that's when things get awkward. So yes, I agree. I, why Billy's gone? Let's do it. He's back. You I'm back? back. Yeah, I'm back. I had a pop up just popped up on the damn screen. Right. Um, let me try to click this. Well, hey, Billy, while we're waiting, let's do another giveaway. So I'm going to give away some American detailer garage products. Shout out to Billy for his time. There's a lot of questions, Billy, and we're coming up to the 10 minute mark. Uh, I'm going to move him while he does this thing. So, JB, you got the next question? We're going to give I away Wipeout. And since they're out of. Um, f-bomb will give away valor which is a drying aid it'll be the 16 ounce wipeout 16 ounce drying aid i hope everyone was listening at the beginning because we we started this pretty pretty hot there was a snake on the screen um what's the name of billy's albino green snake that he held up let's see who was listening i'm asking everyone who's what was the name of the uh albino green uh uh don't 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 say it a lot of our a lot of our guests say it oh we got some people listening who we got i'm looking i'm looking i'm looking first one is tim tim Tim. all right tim you know my email email me Uh, i'm feeling generous jb uh-oh. Generous. Uh-oh. It's not going to be like last with night. The next question. I got a question here. I got a question here. This is going to be for a 16 ounce of uh, Wipeout. Uh, again, this is coming from um, directly from American Diesel Garage. I ordered today. 
I don't think they ship to Canada. Wait, Philly, do you ship to Canada? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Yeah, you're paying duties. Eddie's not paying duties for you guys. I'll ship it. I'll pay for it. But what happens after the borders between you, God, and Moses? All right. This next question. How many year? Uh, what year did ADG start? 2017. Oh, I know. Mute me. Why are you asking me? Sorry. Ask, ask another one, Eddie. Come on. All right, I got another. <laughs> all right, all right. What branch of the military did Billy serve in? Good question. See who's listening. Billy, don't say nothing, Billy. What branch of the military did he serve in? Let's see who is listening. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, oh they come in quick. Dude, it's, it's right here. Pick wait, them. wait. <laughs> pick them. I'm not picking nothing. I'm not I'm picking looking, I'm like, oh, they're, they're coming in fast. Uh, he said, hey. hey, before I click on this, hold on. Before I click on this, and everyone who gets butt hurt that we don't give you that you got Get cheated, Get whatever. JB. Get him, JB. The order that the comments come in on our end may be different than what comes in on YouTube's end. So if you look like you got first, you may not have. It, we're, we're playing it as fair as possible. So, with that said, it's Ryan. Ryan's right. the first one. Maroon. All right, you guys hit me up. So, remember those three people who won today. Hit me up afterwards. Let's go into QA, Billy, because we got a lot of questions. We do. Right, brother. Ready? Do we got a lot of questions. Everyone, uh, ask your questions now. First of all, Christy, thank you for giving away your grocery money. I love your face. <laughs> thank all you, right. Christy. Tanner wants to know when would you use Fusion instead of Wipeout? Up to your discretion, whenever you want to. Um, some people like, prefer one of the other. Wipeout has a polymer in it that can, not usually, but can be finicky in humidity. So for that reason, some people like Fusion. But Wipeout's going to give you that slick feel, right, where Fusion does, but not the same. So it, it's really up to you. I got a dumb question for you, and talk to me like I'm stupid, Billy. If I use Wipeout, can I coat right over it? All right, so uh... The answer is yes. And here, here's here, all right. When we get asked this question, you guys are always going to do a panel wipe before you apply your coating, right? So the answer is yes. You can use wipeout, okay? Because the polymer that's in wipeout is not strong enough to hold up to a panel wipe. So you can use wipeout, panel wipe it, and coat. I've done it several times. Thank you. Hey, they want to know if we get a host. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, JB. This is your thing. I'm sorry. Uh, Tim wants to know, uh, Billy, how do we get a wholesale account for ADG? Define wholesale, guys. Um, I'll build a wholesale account for you. I want to take care of you, but define wholesale. Like, what's wholesale mean? Right. Uh, hey, Billy, I'm going to need a discount, like a hooker brother up discount so I can get it. I still away. got people that think bulk is a gallon. And I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 no so, Eddie's all about that bulk then. Hey, I want, I want, listen, I want to take care of our customers, right? And and if a wholesale account's needed, we we have that because we have obviously had distribution before, right? Yeah. Um, but I need to know do people want a wholesale account because they're running volume or they're just trying to get the product cheaper, right? Because if I break the numbers down, nobody needs a wholesale account when you're 33 cents on a car. So should they just reach out to you with 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 uh, yeah, info at American Info, info at American Perfect. Christy said, "Did I hear you right? Wipeout is slightly alkaline, and Fusion is pH neutral." Yes, and and I don't want to get into a big chemistry discussion, but we have to be careful when we say alkaline 
pH plus doesn't always involve alkaline and there's yeah. different levels of alkalinity, right? So yeah. for example, LA totally awesome, very high alkaline, super high butyl. It'll make you cough. <laughs> so I don't want people to think when I tell you, yes, wipeouts pH nine, I don't want you to think it's going to make you cough because there's different levels of alkaline. We use premium ingredients in our stuff, but yet the answer is yes. And then uh, Becca wants to know uh, how much is the training? I've got it pulled up on the site here. It's, it's, it's 850 eight a person. Yeah, it's 850 a person. It's, uh, I'll make a post on my personal page. It's in the ADG group, but it's 850 a person. It's two days, and we don't close up until the last question's answered. And there's, there's more goodies and stuff involved with that, too. But, yeah. Uh, what's the estimated durability of Valor if used as a drying aid after rinseless washing a vehicle with wipeout? All right, so the question is, do you want an honest answer or the answer everybody else is going to give you? Keep it no, real. Keep it real, dude. Real. I'm, I'm going to lie to you guys. So the durability of white, of, of, uh, of Valor, we used it in the desert on planes. We actually tested it in the desert on planes. The durability of wipeout as used as a drying aid, it's a variable question because it depends on how much water is on the surface mm -hmm. that we're applying it to, right, which will actually uh, have to do with how much we diluted the product. What I can tell you is this, the product is, is highly concentrated um, and that's up to you. One spray per panel is going to be different than two or three sprays on a wet panel. Okay. But a good, good, good answer is going to be somewhere between two and three months. Without water, what, what are we looking at? With as a drying aid, as a drying aid, two to three months. And that would be a stretch, but everybody else will tell you four to six. So somebody's mm -hmm. going to watch this and be like, oh, I was going to buy Valor. But so-and-so said it lasts six to eight months. So I'm not going to buy it. I'm telling you the truth, guys. Hey, after, so say we don't want to use a dry nade, but I got a customer that comes in. I wash the car dry. I put Valor on. Can I expect longer durability or it's the same? Not drying aid. So not a drying aid, but just a sealant. Car's yeah, dry. Yeah. Oh, if you use Valor as a sealant, guys, if you've ever used Valor as a straight standalone sealant, oh, my God, you'd think it's ceramic. Yeah, I mean, but so in the realm of three to five months. And that's what we tested in the desert under heat. We tested it for heat, right? We've actually had guys use Valor to do their dash and their steering wheel because we tested it for heat. Wow. All right. Um, but so, yeah, again, um, two to three months safely. And again, I'm assuming you're using wipeouts, right? I'm assuming you're using our line of products that are all built to work together. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're using wipeout, rinse, uh, rinse and swash or whatever you guys are doing, two to three months on a wet surface. Next question. That was a good question, mm -hmm. Tanner. About time how, long, question. how long and how many cars can you do if you're doing a detail, three-step paint correction, polish, and ceramic coating? Three-step paint correction. It's 2024. I'm not touching a car. How long <laughs> in a day, in a month, in a year? How long, in a, how, long, how long and how many cars can you do if you're doing a detail three-step? Well, I can tell you guys, I'll do three steps. But if you attend my training, you would know why we don't do three steps. We don't have to. Um, not real sure of the question. I want to make sure I give her an answer. Uh, you know, I'm 46 years old. For you know, and my mom was here recently. I see her a couple times a year, and I did a uh, one and a half step on her car and ceramic coat. It took me six hours. I wasn't in a hurry, and I'm older, and I don't detail cars every single day. So a three step paint correction and ceramic coating, I'd say it's a full day's work. I'm gonna call mm -hmm. it one. They're gonna need Trump money for me to do that job. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, they come to me and they go, yes. "I want you to wet sand my paint. Yes. I oh want you God. to kill more of my paint. Get it ready for the." I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna cost you so much. You're gonna look like I ate your kid. And if I came, if I came to you as a customer, me, and I said, Eddie, I want you to do a two-step paint correction on my car and coat yeah. it. 
What year? How long is it? How long is that going to take you? Uh, if it's a two-step paint correction, now this I'm gonna be honest with you, okay? When two they pay for two-step, they're saying all they're saying to me is this: This is what Eddie heard. I need eighty-five to ninety percent paint. Yes, yes. So I'm not gonna touch with two two compounds. I guess that, right. I, it's expectation. So your expectation is you get ninety-five, right? Yes. Uh, step seven hours, uh, less than that probably. That's wash decon, uh, and that's me letting the the, the ceramic dry for you to pick it up. Remember, expectation is you get eighty-five to ninety percent clarity on the paint. I'll yep. give you that, but I'm not going to do it in two steps. Yep, you do it how it works for you. Yep, that well, that's that's a good answer. Eddie had a perfect answer. That's why I said three step depends on the expectation, condition of the paint. You know, when somebody else calls a three step, I might be able to do it in one step. You know, well, there's the there's the running joke on the show that that uh, when I fell into the like many people, the the chemical guys, uh, you know, in the mid 2010s, whatever it was. Uh, I thought you had to use all four of their compounds. So I did a car. <laughs> I, <couple> <laughs> and I was like, I got to do the 32, the oh, 34, oh. 36, and 38. Not me. Not me. I'm telling you right now, after my body started hurting <laughs> after the first one, I was like, I ain't doing no three steps. Listen, bro. back in the days, of you guys think you got a hard detailers, not you guys, the detailers. You guys think you got a hard. Back in the days of production detailing, they'd bring three semi trucks full of cars. They would unload the cars. We had to yank the interiors, yank the carpets out. We had to pull the vehicle up, undercoat everything, right? We bought five gallons of black fence paint. You cut it with blacker thinner. You undercoat everything. Then you get the interior dry, put it back in. You Back then, we didn't have uh, masking tape and all, we, we, or masking paper. We just put uh, newspaper up, right? Yep. You do a correction step rotary, polish step rotary. Then you take it, you pressure wash it, wash the car again. Then you hand glaze it, and then you hand wax it. That's how it used to be, guys. And we did about 30 or 40 a week like That's that. Wild. It, uh, yeah, I, I like the, thinking back, I'm like, wow, that was just really like that was a waste of my time. That was that was a huge waste of my time. Um but, but you learned like, though, right? I learned technology oh, right. progressed yeah. and, and and so have I. So uh yeah. real quick, hey, this is my boy. I love Josh. So I know why he says this, it's because I auto idly. I signed up for the membership Philly to get, I paid the 50 bucks a year. Right. Mm -hmm. And I used to get your products. When I say affordable, remember, I want to eat McDonald's. Look at my body. Okay. Mm -hmm. Look at my body. When I say affordable, I'm like, Oh man, I could buy this chemical and get a cheeseburger. Right. So it used to be a little, they used to give you like 15, 20% off the chemical. And when you buy in bulk, that 20% off goes a long way. Right. Cause I don't just buy one gallon. I'll buy the whole line, okay. save 20%, get it shipped. So I think that's why he's saying that just, yeah. Out there. I, think, uh, yeah. I think Tanner's got a good question here, too. With, well, uh, with the auto Audi thing, you know, I talked to T last week on the phone. We're still friends. Like, we did Freedom Fest events at his place. Like, we're friends. At the end of the day, we have to look at what works for our models. And I've made my product available to him, right? We talked to SEMA. I talked to him. Made my product available for him. I said, hey, look, we're good. There were certain things I'm not going to talk about, you know. Um, a few things we had that we had to clear up. And I told him, I said, once we get these things cleared up, if we're good from that, then we'll work, right? So as a company, as a small company, guys, you can go out of business very quick. You can find your ass in court very quick. This is, that goes back to playing business versus doing business. When you're doing business, there's certain things that you have to do or you go to jail. Um, and if we can't agree on certain terms of things, then we just can't do business. It's Last better question. for us to be here than not be here at all. Last question, JB, and we got to wrap this up. Tanner says, Billy, what's one thing you learned from the Marines that changed your life for the better? And did anything from the Marines translate to your business? 
Absolutely. That's a great question, Tanner. Yeah. Um, when I was at Paris Island at boot camp, we went through the crucible. You know, if you guys don't know what the crucible is, it's 54 hours straight. You're up for 54 hours. You might get like an hour and a half sleep. Uh, you get like two MREs and you're basically doing problem solving things for 54 hours straight. 54 hours, no sleep, nothing. Right. And when I say you get two MREs, you might grab it. You get to pick when you eat. If you eat everything, you got nothing left. Right. Mm -hmm. So you'd eat a freaking cracker. OK. And because you had to, and so they would give you like an obstacle course. There's a net, there's a 55 gallon drum at the top and we got to pull the bell. Basically everything's built that you have to have three or four people to do the task. Okay. You haven't slept in 20, 30 hours and you still have to achieve this goal, right. To move to the next level. I took that to business and that's why I say doing business versus playing business. There were times when I was at Paris Island, I promise you all these years later, I'm like, I'm either going to make it or I'm going to die right here. But if I die here, at least I gave it everything I had. And business has been the closest thing to Paris Island since then. Whereas, you know, things never go the way you want them to go with, you know, with distributors or with the industry or whatever. But you have to be willing to do this or, or sacrifice everything for it. And so back to the days of the crucible and being tired, being hungry, it taught me how to think when I'm weary, it taught me how to think when I'm tired or stressed out. All right. And then just knowing that you can't quit. That's that's the biggest takeaway. It's a great question, Tanner. Thank you. That's We're a good way to that's a good way to end the Q&A. Good way to end. I want to thank everyone for watching. Let's uh, do our outro. Billy, where can they find you? Find us at AmericanDetailerGarage.com. I'm on the socials. Uh, DMs. You can send me a DM. I'm slow to respond. Ask Eddie. So um, that's where we are. AmericanDetailerGarage.com. Instagram, social media, Facebook. YouTube. JB, where, where can I find you? At Jay Belinsky on all the socials. I want to thank the 81 people who stayed. We had a, it was like 81 people for a while. So thank you for tuning in again, second day in a row. Uh, Billy, first of all, thank you and your wife for your time. I know it's late thank over you. there. Appreciate you being on, JB. Thanks for being on. Everyone in chat, uh, I think this is one of the realest podcasts we ever had. Uh, so if you found something offensive, just hit that like because you could offend me by not hitting that like uh for those who won the giveaways today make sure you email me i got a seven day rule i'm not god after seven days uh it's between you moses and then with that said saturday we got one last podcast for the week it's a biggie uh we're out peace